Two hunters are reported missing in Bear Mountain National Forest. The Midwest sees the worst drought in 30 years. Civil unrest is imminent. The Northeast power grid has blacked out. Economists fear the worst with falling markets. In other news, the pandemic has gone global. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Survival Tech. Today we're going to be talking about, uh, it's actually a question and answer show. Um, we've had a few uh, questions that have been sent to us via email and through the uh, contact page on our website and we wanted to hit those. But uh, first of all, as always, I'm Corey and with me is Matt. How are you doing tonight, Matt? Oh, pretty good. Yourself, bud? Good, good. Um, it's been a couple weeks since we had one. Last one was the uh, our Christmas special. I hope you all enjoyed that and everyone got what they wanted for uh, Christmas. But uh, let's um, jump into our uh, Intel report. What do you say, Matt? Hey, sounds good to me, buddy. Um, all right. First, I would like to go ahead and welcome the new members to the website. So we've had four new members since last episode. Well, not since last episode, since last episode that we talked about new members. Um, I would like to thank Brian Carver. I would also like to welcome uh, Layman Survival and Kansas Chris and USMC3087. Welcome all you guys to the Survival Tech Podcast. Really appreciate you guys joining up on the site. Yeah, thanks for joining. It really means a lot. We had uh, 104 members, um, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. And we are also at 21,932 downloads since we uh, switched our feeds and have been able to uh, uh, track them. So uh, we're uh, very happy with that. And we're looking for, what, 100,000 downloads by the end of the year? Oh, I think so. I think that's our goal, 100,000 downloads. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be perfect. One million. <laughs> One billion downloads. Yeah, that would be sweet. <clears throat> but I am very happy with 21,000 since last March, so we're talking only, you know, nine months. Yeah, and if we really want to do, uh, yeah, go ahead and add in the downloads prior when we we're flipping around different servers, the smaller servers, you know, we're probably close to, you know, our, our more realistic numbers, probably 23,000. So pretty impressive, pretty impressive, you know, just for, for a hobby. So, but yeah, um, thanks again to all the members for joining up on the website. And, uh, Corey, do you have any way to get a hold of us? Because since this is a Q&A show, um, we've got multiple ways to uh, get a hold of us and you know, either ask us questions or um, you know, post a comment, whatever. Um, do you have those uh, methods? Yeah, you can uh, go to our website, which is www.survivaltech.web.com. <coughs> Click on the Contact Us page, and it will uh, send us a, uh, a message 
um, whatever that you uh, send us will be emailed to us directly. Um, you can also email us directly at survival.tech at yahoo.com. You can give us a call and leave a message on our voicemail line, which is 206-337-5682. And from time to time, you can maybe catch us on uh, Zello um, on our channel on there. For more information, you can go to our website and uh, it has all of our um Become a mem- member, and uh, you can see our password for the community that we have started. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook, um, and Survival Tech Pod, and uh, we're also on Twitter. Yep, sure are. And Corey's been mainly the one on the Facebook page, and I'm the one that kind of handles the Twitter account. So, uh, you know, from time to time, we'll... Uh, Send stuff out and update it, and uh, you know it's a it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know if we can if we can boost up the uh, membership on those. That would be great too. Yeah, I know on uh, on the Facebook within the last couple of weeks we've uh, had a lot of new members. Um, I don't have the information in front of me right now because I'm actually skyping from my phone, and uh, all my information is really on my phone. I can pull it up. Um, my computer, but it would take a minute, so uh, we'll call all those out the next time around. I think we're up to 15 members on our Facebook page. Hey, uh, so, uh, 15. Thank you very much for all those that are following us on Facebook, and uh, if you are following us on Facebook, um, you will see what I ate for dinner tonight. I took a picture of it on the grill and, and uh, explained what we had, which was uh, uh, venison backstraps wrapped in peppered bacon, marinated in uh, mesquite marinade. And then uh, potatoes with red and green bell peppers and onions and portobello mushrooms and cheese mud on top. Hey, cool. So yummy. Sounds good. And then uh, the next thing I want to cover is um, we still have two contests going on right now. Um, we actually had the first one that ended. Um, it was about your guns or your weapons and wanted a video review. Uh, it was actually being headed up by... Uh, one of our co-hosts, uh, actually two of our co-hosts, uh, Sean, uh, which is Ohio Beagler, and DMAC. Um, that was set to end at the end of the year on December 31st. Uh, I kind of talked them into maybe trying to extend it because we got zero entries on it. Um, so they decided that they will extend the contest and, and it will end the same day, which is the end of February. Um, as contest number six, uh, which is your hunt, your, uh, this year's hunting harvest. Um, so both contests will set in that, the same day. So you still have time to get on both. Uh, since I did kind of talk them into extending it, I really hope that we get some, uh, entries in it and to see what everyone has out there and, uh, what they're, what they're doing this season. Well, I believe, uh, Caton, in Virginia, um, she had put up a post, and uh, Sean had posted back to her and said, "Hey, this would be a great entry, so I'm going to move you over into the entry. So, congratulations, you're the first entry." So, uh, um, she went out and picked up, uh, I believe, two new pistols. So, if you get on the forums page, you know, go ahead and uh, search around for that, and um, you can. 
can see what, what she's talking about. Um, I believe one was a 22, and I believe the other one was a 40. I don't have it up in front of me. Yeah, I must have um, went right over that. How did I? There we go. Yep. I found it. It's, yeah, Ruger SR22 and a six two two six and forty. So very good, and you can read all about that if you go to our uh, forum page and click on the gear and equipment uh, category, and then go to the topic named guns, and uh, it uh, finishes off on the uh, first page, and then Sean moves her over on the second page. So keep scrolling because apparently I didn't scroll far enough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in fact, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, read you Sean's post. He goes, ah, this can be added into the weapon review contest. Congratulations. You are our first entry. We will have some awesome prizes for the winners. Um, is there any way you could add pictures up of the weapons? I would love to see your SIG 226. That's from Heim Beekler. So uh, get out there. I'll probably post mine up this weekend, even though I'm, I'm not – eligible to win um hopefully it will just you know kind of push some other people um and it can be any weapon um it can be crossbow it can be shotgun it can be pistol it can be your you know favorite sharp stick um whatever it may be just uh you know what what you take with you or what you would love to have you know just in case there was a situation so all right well Corey, i hey yeah just then right Right along, ramble on for a minute. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know what Stripe's favorite weapon would be? <laughs> yes, bear spray. Bear spray. And then he'll kick you in the nuts. That's right. <clears throat> so you're going to have to tell the story now while I pull up my uh, my next review. So, when, uh, all right, I'll start. When me and Matt were taking a, uh, a Harley-Davidson technician's course at AMI, American Motorcycle Institute, Daytona Beach, Florida, one of our instructors – his name was Stripe, um, was probably five foot four, ninety pounds, maybe a hundred. Uh and he came in and had Billy Badass and was uh you know, talking about he doesn't care who you are or if you're a club affiliate, you know, or whatever, he carries bear spray and if it'll take down a bear, it'll take down you and once he sprays you in the face with his bear sprays on kick you in the nuts and throw you out of the school. And it was quite a funny fiasco he he gave about it. It was awesome, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, it was it was different. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Well, Corey, I have an app to review. Um, it's kind of been a while since I've actually you know pulled out a new app and, and actually reviewed something. And uh, this is Survival Tech, and it seems to. Uh, uh, kind of be out there that, you know, we definitely, you know, love the apps on our phones. Um, so I just want to talk about one that I found um, that I am going to love, um, especially once um, I get out a little bit more this year, out hiking and everything with the kids, which in fact this weekend might be calling my name, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, depends on the rain because I got I got a little guy with me and uh, you know don't if it's drizzling or something you know that's one thing but uh, downpours yeah we'll probably just you know, stay inside or, or 
or do something else. But anyway, um, I want to talk about my tracks. Um, it is an app from Google, and I installed it. It's it, it's a free app. It's on Android uh, base. Um, I'm not sure if it's on iPhone. Corey, do you know if it's on iPhone? There is a My Tracks for iPhone. Is it free? Is it but, from Google? But it's not from Google. It's a different manufacturer. Okay. I want to be perfectly clear that the one that I'm reviewing is the My Tracks from Google. Um, what it is, is it's a hiking, biking, walking, GPS app that follows your route. And it's extremely easy interface. Um, like right now, I'm clicking it right now, and it's got a record button. That's the first thing that pops up. You go ahead and go in and uh, pull up the options. You start your GPS. Go and start your GPS. Give it a few seconds so it will zero in on you. Hit the record button, and then start your trip. And along the way, you can add waypoints and everything, just like everything you know, all the other GPS. Um, and But what's really nice about this is once you're done recording your trip, you can then take it and save the trip, and then it gives you charts, and then it also gives you a statistics breakdown of how, you know, what, how fast the pace was, what the elevation change was, um, what the highest elevation was, what the lowest elevation was, you know, and this this all depends on on you know the inner workings of your phone and how accurate it's truly going to be. Um, but I tested it and it, it it's it's pretty cool uh, and it seems to be pretty darn close with, with my phone. Um, but what I really like about it is I want to be able to log it and. Um, one thing that I definitely want to do is I want to be able to, you know, share it with, you know, um, a lot of the guys around here that are part of survival tech. You know, we, we've got, um, gosh, I don't even know how many Ohio guys now we have. Um, let's see, uh, was it Layman Survival, Tony in Ohio, um, of course, you know, Dave Mack, um, Sean, Dave, you know, so we've got a ton of guys. And if I'm leaving you out, I'm sorry. I just, I Andy, know. Jeff. Yes. You know, we got, <laughs> we got tons of people, you know, from Ohio. And it would be nice, you know, for the guys that are local, you know, if they wanted to, you know, follow one of my, one of my hikes, then all I do is, you know, I post up this little link, they click the link, and it brings it up on a Google map. So, and it shows, you know, where I started, where I ended, and, you know, it, it gives you a breakdown all the way through. Um, so it's really, really cool. And then if I wanted to, um, you know, let's say, you know, uh, for whatever reason, you know, Corey wanted to do the same thing, and we couldn't do it together. So um, I said, hey, Corey, you know, I can email him the link. And it gives statistics and everything else, and then he can, you know, hit it in his email. So I mean, it's it's got a great range that you can actually share from it. Um, 
So I am really impressed with the my tracks from Google Inc. Um, I'm going to be using it quite a bit. Hopefully, I'm going to be posting up some of you know the hikes that that I've been taking, along with uh, you know, screenshots from my phone with the uh, the charts and everything. That's one thing that that um, you cannot export is the actual charts. You can export the statistics, but not the actual charts with elevation changes and everything else, which you don't really need because you have it in number format anyway. But um, I would love to, you know, if anybody else out there you know, has, uh, you know, Android um, or something you know, similar that would export to Google, um, that we could, you know, pull up, you know, different hikes and everything. Um, I would love to start a forum post that's got all these different links so everybody can just kind of go through and, and uh, you know, because you never know when I'm going to be in Indiana or West Virginia or Michigan or, you know, Pennsylvania. You know, who knows? You know, or Idaho. Wouldn't that be nice for you? That'd be sweet. So... Um, so yeah, for Android, you know, and being a free app, everybody knows, you know, how much I love, you know, the price of free. Um, I strongly suggest the Google My Tracks app. So Corey, were you able to find anything similar on iPhone? See that that's one thing that we're going to start doing is if Corey finds an app, I find an app or you know, whatever kind of technology, we want to see what the opposite platform is going to be and if it can handle it if, or, um, you know, if there's something similar to it that kind of works the same way. Well, like I said, there were some of those my tracks um, for iPhone that looked to be similar. Um, I did not download them and I have not tried them, so I cannot speak exactly on them. Um, I'm going to have to do some more research and uh, see if I can find some more free ones. Uh, I do have two on my phone. One is actually, I've actually, one of our first episodes I talked about it, AccuTerra Unlimited. Um, they have now changed their name to Neotrex GPS. It's the, the uh, same app, just different name. Since I bought it on the App Store, when I go to bring it up on the App Store, it just says I can open open it so I don't know what the current price is for it. I know it was nine nine ninety nine and I think I got on sale when it was you know four ninety nine it was fifty yeah. percent uh, off sale. So I'm not sure what the current price is and that does exactly the same thing. Plus you can automatically uh, post it to Facebook if you wanted to um, straight from there. And then on my Cabela's recon hunt you can use the same thing as if you're tracking a deer just to track your steps. And it tells you all the different elevation change, the distance, and the time, and everything like that. So, I mean, since you can use it almost the exact same way. But that was, I think that was four ninety nine. also. It was a $5 app. Well, that's cool. Um, and just for everybody listening right now, just in case it comes through, it's coming through on my end a little bit. If you hear uh, Corey kind of fade in and out, it's his connection. Um, so bear with us. Um, I'm in the I'm in the process of getting him a new headset so he can actually utilize his computer again, and we we can have you know, when we do these Skype shows, 
um, we can have it, you know, a lot better quality. Um, so please just, just bear with us. Um, um, you kind of sounded like a transformer there for a um, couple of your words there. So yeah, I just I, wanted uh, to put that out. That I just it's tried just moving fun. closer to my router to hopefully get a better signal. So <laughs> we'll see if it, hopefully it helps. I'm not sure if it will or not. Well, cool. All right, Corey. Um, let's see, I've got one more thing before we jump in um, to our Q&A special. And that is the Temptay knife. Um, everybody should go to the website. And if you click on the photos link on the sidebar, you can see Temptay's homemade knife. And he's got six pictures up there. And each picture has got a small little description underneath of it for, uh, you know, what he was doing and everything. But he cut out and shaped his own blank and then he quenched it. And then he, uh, you know, started putting it together. And, um, the whole process, you know, he's, he's got it documented, you know, most of it. And, um, it's, it's pretty impressive. And the finished product is really, really cool. And it looks like a very comfortable knife and it looks like it can take a hell of beating. So, um, if everybody can, you know, go and check that out and, uh, leave him some comments on that. Because, uh, you know, it's, I think he said that was his first knife. Um, let's see. Maybe not. I'm, I'm not sure if this is his first knife or not. If it is his first knife, I'm, I'm very impressed. And, uh, it is a, it is a, it, it, just you're just gonna have to go and see it. I mean, it's uh, it looks like one hell of a bushcraft knife. So I just want to throw that out there and uh, bring a little bit of attention to it. So Corey, Q and A. Well, I just want to throw this out to you and to the listeners since my phone and connection is breaking up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take the lead, and then uh, I'll fill in my answers. Um, you know, once you say yours. Or you're explaining what the question was. Okay. Um, but that way they can at least hear what the question was and, you know, without a robot talking. All right. <laughs> that sounds good, Megatron. All right. Our first question. Now, I think we only have five questions, right, Corey? Yeah. Only okay. five tonight. All righty. Um, the first question that, that was posted to us uh, from Ron Um it states, just wondering if you guys had any trips planned out for this spring slash summer that you might be using as a video series for the website, showing different skills in some of the places around Ohio. Thanks, Ron in Arkansas. Well, <clears throat> I have I have three that I have talked about and that I want to do for sure. Um, one is just normal weekend stuff that, you know, you can go do on on a day and weekend. It's just uh, hit our local parks. Um, we got some great parks around here, here and uh, I'd like to get some video footage of them, and um, you know put that up on the site and and do different things just within the the, the parks themselves. Um, the second one is you've heard us talk about it in the past. You've seen it in the past. Um, is this uh, Honey Run Waterfall? 
Now, Honey Run Waterfall breaks off of the Cocosing River. This year, I'd like to get a canoe trip together and do some canoeing and different skills up and down. Uh, do another thing with slingshots, but it seems like every time I go canoeing, I, I take a slingshot. It's always fun to shoot rocks at the bank from a boat, so or shoot the other boat that you're with. <clears throat> but uh, Matt's got kind of a up on me w- with his slingshot compared to mine, so I might have to give myself a little better slingshot. Oh yeah, um, that's definite, buddy. But I, I think I think that'd be great. Uh, do a little canoe trip. Uh, um, try and do different things, you know, up and down there. Uh, maybe pulling off on one of the sandbars and just starting a fire with, you know, let's say your canoe tripped, everything got wet. You know, what do you have? What did you save that can start a fire, you know, on the on the sandbar? I think something like that would be cool. Um, I might actually flip my canoe and then, you know, go from there. Okay, I just flipped my canoe. Everything's wet. Now, how am I going to start a fire? Um, different things like that. And the big one that I am trying to put together uh uh been talking about it with uh andy who i work with and jeff another member of the site um that i also work with and i know that we've kicked it around on the uh the forum page a few times is having a camping trip um we'll get together at wayne national forest the way we were talking at work is that since it's hard to get everyone together and like caravane down all at the same time what we would do is we'd look at a map, get a map of the area, uh, talk to the park rangers and all. I was just down there last Friday, but uh, there was three people ahead of me, and there's only one ranger to talk to, and my kids weren't quite behaving themselves too well. <laughs> so uh, we decided not to wait and talk to them and get a map, so we have to go back down there for that. But um, what we talked about is picking a, a location – uh, getting a GPS coordinate of a location that we want to set up camp or somewhere near that that we want to set up camp. Um, and then everyone start from different directions, different parking areas. Um, hopefully it's, you know, two to four miles away from the campsite minimum. And then with a compass and a map, and then you can have you know, a GPS for backup if you're having a hard, if you can't figure out how to read a compass and a map. But then try to find your way to the other campers and and to the campsite. That that's how we would all meet up. That's what we were talking about doing. I think that'd be a fun thing to do, a fun thing to document. And then once we get there, obviously, uh, primitive shelter building and you know different you know techniques and and skills and crafts from there on out. Man, I I can't even really add to that. The only thing I can add is. Um, why would you be in a canoe when you can totally be in a tube? Oh, well, actually, I'd rather be in the kayak myself. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> when we go and do that um, along the Kokosing, I'm tubing because we've got some pretty cool tubes, and uh, we did that last year. And uh, some there's look, you know, we're not a major river, you know, I mean, this isn't anything compared to, um, you know, like the, like the new river, uh, or the gully or anything like that, you know, down in West Virginia. Um, but there are some, and here, here's, can you see them? Here's my air quotes, rapids. Okay. 
on this river and for Ohio Rapids. It's a lot of fun in a tube. So, um, so yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I don't, maybe we should do, you know, a couple tubes, a couple canoes, a couple kayaks. And then we can also document, you know, just the, uh, you know, three different types of transportation on river. That'd be fun. Yeah, you know, that that'd be real cool. So, um, but no, I I think that would be great. And then I really think that the, uh, you know, kind of the get to the bug out location uh, camping trip. I think that'd be I think that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. you know, if, if we could get, you know five, six groups of guys, you know, kind of starting at different points and then trying to find the way to a central location. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's say me and you not together. Right. Know, me and you in different groups. And then you can document one, one group and, and your guys' travel. I can document maybe, um, you know, Ohio Bigler or DMAC can, you know, document theirs. And uh, you know, so we can kind of see them and kind of throw it together all. And, see how, you know, everyone struggled or, if you know, see, you know, see what the problems were or, or the train that they had to go over or, you know, if they completely got lost or got turned around. I think that'd be neat to, to see how everyone comes from different directions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be totally awesome. If you, you know, you start off and then you realize that there's a big creek that you have to cross and, you know, you weren't expecting that. and Yeah, I mean, that mm-hmm. You might have, you might be onto something. And, uh, you know, cause, I mean, nothing else, just for the entertainment value alone. You know, seeing all the different guys, you know, in a YouTube video, um, you know, all the way through that were, you know, the different, you know, struggles and trials and tribulations and, you know, terrain and everything. That might be pretty cool. You know, especially since we're just regular Joes out here. So, um, no, that sounds great, man. That sounds and, really cool. And the nicest thing about Wayne National Forest is, is even though it's down there in kind of the middle of nowhere, and, and, you know, it is a national forest, when we went down there last Friday, I still had 4G service. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even have 4G service in my house, you know, and I, I live 20 minutes away from, you know, the capital of Ohio. Columbus. So not only have 4G here, but you know, down in southern Ohio where there's nothing but trees and rolling hills, I have 4G. I, I think it's kind of funny. That's awesome, buddy. All right, next question. Ready? Yep. Okay, this comes from Bill. Bill, I'm not going to use your last name um, just because you um, you gave us your last name, but you didn't say whether or not to use it or not. So I'm just going to address you as Bill. Bill, if you're listening, um, you're gonna you're gonna know what what your question is. Um, so this is from Bill. I've noticed you guys have your children. And I'm wondering how much you guys involve your kids in your preps, and what would you pack in their bug out bag? That's a good question, Bill. Um, my ki- my kids, they're four and five, so I mean they're young and. They're entertained by it, but they're not quite into it as, as far as an older child would be or, or to understand it enough. Um, so I, I involve them, but I just make it fun. I, you know, 
my kids love to treasure hunt. Uh, they love to dig things in the backyard. They like to go geocaching and, and find the treasure. Um, so, uh, I involved them a lot. Um, I try to keep them outdoors. I try to keep them, you know, into, you know, learning about things and, and doing things and, and being active in, in nature and, you know, talking about hunting because, you know, I'm an avid hunter. So I look forward to the days that I can take them hunting. I want them to understand nature and, and not only that, but be able to take care of themselves and, and do things out there. Um, so I involve them. It's just I don't make it, you know, the doomsday or the, you know, the, the scary side of it. I don't bring that up. I, I make it fun for the kids um, because, you know, even if we lose power, um, I, I don't want them to be, you know, scared and in the corner, you know, covered up in a blanket. I, I want them to be able to enjoy it. And the TV goes off and the board games come out. Um, and it's, it's easier, easier to keep them calm if, you know, you prepare them that way. But as far as their bug out bag, um, first of all, I make sure that the backpack that they carry is their size. I'm not going to put a, a full size, you know, hiker's backpack on them and make them carry 40 or 50 pounds because they don't even weigh 40 or 50 pounds. Why not? Um, it'd be good, good exercise. Strengthen those leg muscles. <laughs> but, uh, I make them carry, you know, uh, in their bags. Uh, one change of clothes for them. Um, if they carry it, I don't have to. And even if we're just going, you know, out in the, the park, they're going to fall and they're going to get dirty. They're going to get in the water because they're kids. So having a change of clothes, you know, it, it's not that heavy, but, uh, you know, they really don't notice it in the bag. Um, so I make them carry their change of clothes and then I, I make them carry a bottle of water. So they have, you know, something to keep hydrated. Um, and then, Comfort items, stuff that make them, you know, if they have, you know, a toy or a stuffed animal or a blanket or something, I make sure that that is in their bug out bag and then uh, some snacks some fruit snacks or something like that. Um, and that's about all I really have them carry at this point since they're they are only four and five. I mean, I think their bag, you know, may weigh six, seven pounds. And that's probably pushing it. Um, but I mean, they're just little guys, so I, I don't want them when we are out hiking, I don't, I don't want them to get, you know, tired and worn out. And then I end up carrying them, my bag and their bag. <laughs> so, uh, you know, right now I keep it small. I guess it really depends on the age of them. Um, and, and you know, your kid more than anybody else. So what you feel and, you know, they can carry and carry safely that that's probably what but that's what i had to start with um start with small items and then as they get older their bags will increase now i have pocket knives you know that i let them use with my supervision but i don't let them carry i carry them and then when we get there you know i'll help them with it um and yeah even at four and five i think they should you know know how to handle a knife um I'm not talking like knife fighting or, you know, building a shelter or anything, but I mean, just the basic principles of it. So, um, that's what I have right now for my kids. What do you got for yours, Matt? Well, um, the age range of my kids, um, are, are quite a bit 
different than, than yours. Um, I have a 14-year-old, and then I also have a 9-year-old, and I also have a 5-year-old. Um, the 14-year-old, she's on her own. Um, she has to carry her own bag. Um, you know, she's pretty much an adult anyway. Um, you know, same with the wife. Yeah, sorry, hon, but you're on your own. Um, as far as the nine-year-old and the five-year-old, um, it's kind of funny because they are almost the same stature um, between them. Um, the five-year-old is, is pretty big for his age, and the nine-year-old is pretty small for his. Um, so with that being said, their packs are actually very similar. And um, I do the same thing. Well, of course, I'm going to do the same thing as what Corey does. Um, you know, we're brothers. We talk about this all the time. Uh, change of clothes, definitely. Um, extra water bottles, definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, we go through. We also have some survival items. Um, the nine-year-old, he does carry his own pocket knife. The five-year-old, I carry it. Um, but they both have quality knives. Um, they both have Swiss Army knives, real Swiss Army knives. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's something, you know, not real intimidating. You know, I'm sure that's what we all started off with. I know that's what I started off with. Um, just, you know, the old red, um, you know, uh, Victorinox, uh, um, Swiss Army knife. Yeah, that's what I started off with too. Yeah. See. <laughs> You know, all, all the greatest do. So, um, but, you know, one thing is, you know, the the knife that um, my nine-year-old has, you know, it fits his hand. And uh, the knife for my five-year-old, it, you know, it's his knife um, and it fits his hand. One thing that's nice about it, though, is it gives them that sense of entitlement. So they have to take care of it because it is their knife. Um, so it instills, you know, a lot of good values in them with them. Um, another thing that, um, they carry is definitely food. And just like Corey, um, does with his kids, you know, I, I do comfort items as well. Um, but the word survival in my kids' minds, because I'm saying it all the time, you know, it's survival this, survival that, um, you know, we, we call many things, you know, survival, whatever. And, um, so we have, you know, what's our favorite survival food? Well, we take our survival food camping. So every time we go camping, we go play survival. So camping and survival mean the same thing in my house. So it's not scary. Um, you know, very similar to the way Corey is with his kids. Um, so, you know, we, we go to the store. We actually pick out some foods um, that that they really enjoy eating, and that's their treat. You know, they can pick out whatever they want, but they have to carry it. And um, you know, so that's that's part of the deal. Um, one thing that I do is I actually go ahead and um, I pack a couple extra things that are you know true, I guess you know more or less you know survival items. Um, in their bags, you know, they, they definitely, they have, you know, whistles, um, signal mirrors, you know, the whole 10 yards, you know, that they can, you know, I, I want them to play with them. 
you know, they're not very expensive, you know, stuff that I have for them, but yet they are, you know, the real deal. And, um, you know, if they do get broke or whatever, it's not a big deal because I do have extras. Um, but I would, I would, I want them to not only learn themselves how to, you know, operate some of the gear and when to use it and why, but, you know, I also want them to, to ask me, you know, how do I do this? You know, um, so that's, that's pretty much what I do. And we take them, you know, every time we go hiking and, you know, every time we go for a small walk, you know, take the dog, you know, to the dog park, even, you know, we've got some sort of a backpack strapped on and, uh, you know, it's that always be prepared mentality. Pretty cool, huh, Corey? Yep. Pretty cool. I, uh, oh, I wouldn't mind putting up a, a forum post and anyone else with kids um kind of throw out ideas of what they carry and uh you know if they're around the ages maybe you know uh, i'm sure i can improve my kids um right now you know it's really just starting them out so i don't have as much as i should but a whistle um that's something i can you know easily add and and you know not be you know making giving them a knife and lighter and you know nine millimeter or <laughs> anything like that you know but uh no i, I mean, mean believe it or not that that... the orange survival whistle the five and one you know survival tool it's got the striker it's got the signal mirror it's got the compass it's got everything all built into it get your boys that i mean it's it looks like a toy but once you start like you know, my nine-year-old, um, you know how, how much he's into, you know, spy stuff and army and all that court. Yeah. Um, you know, he looks at it and he's, he's amazed, you know, cause you know, they are tools. Whereas the five-year-old looks at it and he's not afraid to play with it, you know, which is what I want him to do. And, you know, all the time he comes out and, you know, Hey dad, you know, let's, let's look at our compass. And we sit there and we look at the compass and we, you know, we, we're just playing, we're pretending, but you know, even though we're standing right in the living room, you know, we're in the middle of the jungle. And, uh, you know, that's, that's good. All right. Next question. When is the live show and what can you tell us about it? Um, what topics are going to be discussed, Corey? And this comes from Janky. When is the live show going to be? Uh, I think it's, it's probably not going to be next episode, but it's probably going to be the episode after that. Um, so I'm thinking it's going to be episode 34 live show. Um, I've got some things that I've got one more thing to purchase, which it's not a big thing. Um, it's a $6 purchase. I just have to go and do the purchase itself. Um, but then I've got some testing. I've got everything lined up as far as, uh, uh, you know, all the other hardware that I need. I've got all the software that I need. Um, I've got all the accounts that I need. It's just going to be putting it together and actually testing it. Um, and then finding a time that we can get the families out of the house. So, um, you know, so you can come over and, uh, um, we can actually, you know, test it and then actually do it. Uh, because this is going to be a live call in show. Um, we're actually going to have a very loose topic. That night, we don't know what the topic's going to be. We haven't thought about it yet. So we're actually asking you guys 
you know, what's a good roundabout topic that we can kind of talk about, um, you know, and just kind of kind of BS around, and that would give us room to break in case somebody wanted to call in with another question. And, uh, you know, this is going to be strictly a one-hour show um, because as Corey's, you know, sitting there looking pretty on the camera, you know, I'm going to have about 10 things I'm going to be looking at. So, And I will be looking pretty. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as I'm monitoring everything else and making sure everything runs flawlessly, um, you know, I'm only going to be probably wanting because, to for now. Because that's what a good producer does. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, so that's... That's what I'm asking you guys. You know, can you send us an email um, in the subject line? Say, you know, live show subject, and then we'll look at them, and then we'll pick one. Um, you know, something that's going to be easy for us to talk about. You know, it can be anything. You know, you know, mushroom hunting. You know, hunting in general. You know, state parks, whatever, hiking. You know, tent building, camping. You know, sky's the limit. Whatever topics you guys want to want to kind of you know hear, you know that'll be kind of the basis of the show, and then we'll fill it in with everything else. So you know, something that we can you know jump off topic uh, pretty easy. That would be great. Um, but yeah, look for it in the next couple weeks. Um, we will have a posting. Um, you know, once it is decided, we will put it up on the on the main page, and um, it will give the phone number. Um, to call in, um, it will also have the video box to where you can actually watch it live on the website, and then um, um, it will also give the date and time um, that it will be it will be li um, live on air. So um, look forward to that soon. Very good. It uh, it's going to be exciting. I think we're going to have some probably some. Hiccups. I'm just gonna say ahead of time because our first couple, you know, podcast episodes weren't as smooth sailing as uh, you know they're starting to get to now. So uh, bear with us, but uh, we're excited and uh, definitely get on and uh, let us know some uh, suggestions on, on what the topic could be that night, and uh, not only that night, but you know other nights. What do you guys want to hear about? Um, you know, we got enough to do. You know, five questions questions to do this show and uh, i hope we can get you know more of the audience to to start sending us some questions and comments and uh, we can you know do some more of this because another we want to put out what you guys want to hear another thing too is if you guys you know own a business if you guys you know do something that's very highly specialized or you know you have a job that's you know in the survival industry somehow or you know what, whatever your specialized skill set, they kind of, you know, and I hate using this word, you know, expert, but it gives you you know, higher than regular abilities and skills. Um, you know, whatever, whatever that may be, you know, if that's your passion, if you guys want to come on and be an interview, um, you know, we can assemble some of our co-hosts that share the same interests as what you do. And we would love to have you guys on. 
You know, so if you guys, you know, say, hey, you know, I, I own this company, you know, we build tanks. And, That's uh. Sweet, for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. want to come take a tour. Yeah, yeah, hey, we build tanks. I want to be your, uh, one day test fire. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the Bugs Bunny, you know, sitting here hitting that, hitting the shells with a hammer. Right, <laughs> uh. Probably. Here you go. Here's your test fire, Eric, Corey. But, uh, no, you know, go ahead and just, you know, email us that too, because we would love, love to do that, you know. So, you know, if you have a company that owns tanks and, you know, builds tanks, and you want to come on and say, hey guys, you know, we want to talk about tanks and how cool they are. Alright, go ahead and, and send us in, you know, we'll link you up and then we'll invite, you know, some of the other co-hosts that really like tanks. And we'll have a great time. So, uh, you know, just leaving that out there, you know, to everybody. Um, so, you watch. Uh, We're going to get some, like, gas tank loader or something. Yeah, well, hey. He's going to talk about gas tank, which, I mean, that's kind of cool. I kind of could use some talk from Lane Cruiser. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> you can't beat that, man. But, uh, fish tanks. Got to yeah. build fish tanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be a bad thing either. Yeah. No, you're right, man. I mean, I guess it does all kind of come together. Yeah. Always, you know, always have fresh fish. So, anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and jump to the next question. You ready for this one, Corey? I'm ready. Okay. Hey, guys, what did you get for Christmas? And this is from Johnson. Love, Johnson. Um, I'm going to. We're going to go ahead and we're just going to limit it to two items that we got for Christmas. Does that sound fair, Corey? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and go first. And uh, the the two cool items, you know, just the the two cool ones, Corey. Uh, So not like socks and underwear? Well, everybody gets that. I mean, no, no, there's two items, socks and underwear. (laughs) So... um, yeah, you know, something, some, you know, more survival tech related, I guess. Um, anyway, the two items I got, um, one I've used, the other one I have not. And um, my wife ended up getting me a lantern um, that is, you can run it off of kerosene, citronella, and lamp oil. And um, I've been wanting one for a long time. Uh, my mom, uh, Corey's mom as well. We have the same mom, in case you guys didn't know that. I'm just kidding. Got the same dad, too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Corey's adopted. Anyway. Uh, that's why I got all the good looks. That's right. <laughs> but mom used to you know, run oil lamps all the time. And... For some reason, I don't have any oil lamps, and I want oil lamps, so I told, I told my wife, you know, hey, you, know, you want an idea for Christmas? Get me an oil lamp. You know, one present, six bucks, I would love it. You know, Christmas is perfect. And uh, she ended up getting me an oil lantern, which is, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, especially being able to run off, you know, the kerosene, citronella, and the uh, lamp oil. 
So that was awesome. Uh, I've not used it yet, but I'm looking forward to um, the other thing that I got. Um, I ended up getting a Emerson HD action camera, and um, it shoots in 720. Um, it's very similar to a GoPro, um, but it doesn't have the price tag of a GoPro. But there are some limitations. Um, you know, number one, it shoots in 720, um, whereas GoPros are up in 1080, and the battery life isn't as great because I'm only I I've been testing it and I've been getting only around 35 to 40 minutes of continuous runtime. Now for the stuff that we do, we don't do continuous runtime. You know, it's break in, break out. You know, so that doesn't necessarily bother me a whole lot. Um, it does charge very quickly, so as long as I'm you know close to a car or something like that, I can get you know battery you know back up. If I'm out on a hike, though, on the other hand, you know, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, pick and choose wisely. Um, but it's got the waterproof case, and uh, it's got, you know, a couple different mounts. It's got a uh, um, handlebar mount, you know, for bicycle, motorcycle, uh, you know. Uh, and then it also has a helmet mount. And uh, I've actually finagled the helmet mount to actually strap up to the front of my book bag, my uh, backpack there, and um, uh, for small day hikes, so I can actually um, not only utilize my new Emerson um, action cam, but I can also utilize the other camera, my wife's camera that uh, you know we usually use for you know all the videos and the you know uh, goose hunting, you know expeditions and all that. Um, so that that's really cool, and that, that comes in handy, um, pretty good. So Corey, what do you uh, what you get for Christmas? Well, the first one I want I'm going to talk about is uh, it's a board game. It's a game by Matt Leacock called Pandemic. What was that name again? Pandemic. And by who? Matt Leacock. Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna read you the back of kind of description of what it what it is. I was surprised to get it. I never heard of it before, but uh, it's actually a really fun game. Um, you and your companions are highly skilled members of a disease fighting team, waging a battle against four deadly diseases. Your team will travel across the globe, steaming the tide of infection and developing the resources you'll need to discover the cures. You must work together using your individual strengths to destroy the disease before they overtake the world. The clock is ticking as outbreaks and epidemics accelerate the spread of the plague. Will you find the cure in time? The fate of humanity is in your hands. It's pretty sweet. Um, we've played it with uh, three players, me, my wife, and uh, her brother. You can play two to four players. Um, the... Directions are kind of confusing to start off with and who's what and what they do. So uh, <laughs> we kind of made up our own rules about halfway through. And, uh, I mean, still, since there was only, there's four people, and then each person has 
a certain job that they can do. Well, with us only having three, we, you know, flipped all the cards over and just grabbed one. And then the one person that we need in order to actually fight some of the diseases, we didn't have. So what we came up with is all three of us could perform the job of the other, the person that wasn't picked, but, you know, we couldn't do the job of each other. Kind of makes sense. And mm-hmm. so we each could do two jobs. One was the one not picked and the other was, you know, is the one that we were given. Um, it didn't say that in the directions, but we, you know, it's kind of, maybe I read them wrong, but anyway, that's the way we ended up playing it. And, uh, we fought and beat all the disease, but we were down to the last minute. We were, uh, two cards away from dying. So it was close. That's awesome, man. It was fun though. It was pretty sweet. Uh, I can't remember the d- diseases that they are. One's a, uh, like a food illness or something, and I, I can't remember. But it, it's, a, it's a fun game. I, I recommend it uh, for adults. Um, it is for ages 13 plus, it says on the back. So, uh, you know, it does have some small pieces. If you do have small children, you might want to make sure you put it up. But, uh, I can't wait to get with uh, Matt and his wife and uh, play this game. It seems going to be pretty fun. We should maybe even do a video of it, us playing it, cut in and out. Boy, that's not nerdy. Yeah, it is. Dude, it's a sweet game, I'm telling you. So did the bubonic plague, uh, um, did did it ravage your village yet? I don't know. Did you see us? Well, I don't care. I'm going to do a video and we'll out and show everybody the game. <laughs> you can make fun of me if you want, but it's a pretty cool game. <laughs> so, my second gift that Santa brought me um, <clears throat> was a GoPro camera. It was the uh, GoPro Hero 3 Silver Edition. Um, which is the middle of the road edition. It does have the built-in Wi-Fi. Um, it, there's an app for, for the iPhone and iPad that you can get on and you can view live video um, because the GoPro doesn't have a viewfinder at all. Uh, so once you record, you don't see what you're doing until you, you actually put it on the computer onto a TV to watch it. Uh, but with the iPhone and iPad app, you can, you're supposed to watch live video. Now, the only problem I've had with the GoPro is that as soon as I got the GoPro, I had to update the firmware, um, because the app came out after the, the camera was released. Um, so once I updated the firmware, when I tried to update the firmware, um, it was right around Christmas Eve, Christmas day. When I was trying to get it set up, and uh, that was the time when Amazon's website crashed, and mm-hmm. GoPro website is ran off of Amazon, mm-hmm. and they still haven't got their support page fully operational yet. I was able to update my firmware, and, and I got the app to work, but I'm still not getting live video. So I'm going to have to re-download the app again. And, or the update of the firmware again 
and uh, you know try and get the live video. But the camera does take excellent video at 1080p. Um, it does have a complete waterproof case, which is waterproof up to 175 feet underwater, um, which is amazing. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to sharing it. It has a mount for just about anything out there that you want to put it on. Uh, handlebar, roll cage, um, helmet, chest, hand, gun mounts, you name it. They make a mount for it. Um, everyone seems to be happy with their GoPro so far. Um, I guess the, the the biggest complaint of the GoPro that I've seen after I got this was uh, their support and getting back to people, and then their firmware um, getting updated. Those those are the biggest complaints. Um, it does also take eleven megapixel pictures um but it's also the fisheye effect which i'm not too keen on yet but maybe it'll grow on me um other than that you know it's excellent uh, i can't wait to actually get it out and uh and try uh try making some videos with it it should be fun now um with your videos for it is 1080p the highest? Now, I think this is where I get confused. Yeah. I didn't know there was anything higher than 1080p. But from what I was reading on the GoPro site, I think that there's a 1080p cinema or something like that, which is, makes it cinema quality, super high definition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not tried it yet. I've just uh, put on 1080p because in order to view the video, you have to have Cineform Studio. Studio software in order to convert. You can't just move it straight to your desktop and watch it, um, which is another problem. And then the Cineform Studio, I'm unable to render it <laughs> so I can watch it, but I can't edit it or do anything with it because that was also part of the, the crash of the website that hasn't been put back up yet. Mm. So right now I have a camera and I can watch it, but I can't pull it off and, and do anything with it. Mm. And it did have a hefty price tag of two ninety nine. So hopefully go, GoPro gets their acting together, or you know, I will be. I have good expectations for this camera, and I think it can do a lot once I get these bugs worked out and get the right, right software. Um, but for right now, I have a camera that I can fill up with stuff, but I can't take off. <laughs> I can't really use it. I can use it, but I can't view it. Kind of. I don't know if I'm making a whole lot of sense, but yeah, I can't burn a disc or make any editing or anything like that. Since I can't render it, but I can actually put it on and watch it, you know, using the software that I, I do have. Um, now, I don't know if Cineform Studio that I can available to buy, you know, the actual software itself instead of downloading it. Um, I've not tried because when you buy the GoPro, you get the Cineform Studio free, but you have to download it through the GoPro site. Um, 
So maybe I can try and find the actual Cineform Studio, you know, the full version with the actual disc. And, you know, if it's not too much, maybe go that route. That's cool. Now, how how's the battery? Is the battery built in? Yeah, it's got a one of those built-in lithium-ion Nyko batteries, and it it saves it onto. Um, shoot, I should have had all this information. I I did have it pulled up, but I'm not on a computer. Uh, <laughs> saves it to an SD uh, micro SD, mm-hmm. but it has to be a class 10 micro SD. So I bought it'll hold up to a, or it'll accept up to a 64 gigabyte. I bought a 32 gigabyte, which costs seventy dollars mm-hmm. for a 32 gigabyte class 10, but that will hold four hours of 1080p high definition video. Right. So I mean, I don't, I don't know if the battery will last four hours, but you ought to set it up and see how long your battery right. lasts. We recorded Christmas morning with it. It was the first present that we opened. Mm-hmm. Um. And it took us about an hour to, uh, you know, open presents and everything with the kids. So, uh, and it recorded the whole time, and it still had plenty of battery. Wow, that's that's pretty I impressive. I think it might have had one bar gone. So, I mean, it has two bars of battery, or three bars of battery, so it still had, you know, two-thirds charge or so. Mm-hmm. After an hour of continuous recording, uh, 1080p. Yeah, that's... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That, like I said, yeah, that's the only thing that I'm kind of kind of disappointed with with my my Emerson. Um, but I also have the uh, viewfinder on the back, so uh, yeah, that that does come in handy too. Um, but oh well. well. All right, the last question of the night, Corey, and uh, we'll get this wrapped up. I definitely think uh, we should get the Emerson and the uh, GoPro together and do a review on both of them and then do a side-by-side. You know, this is the video quality out of the Emerson, this is video quality out of the GoPro. And uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So we gotta we got to do that soon. Yeah, I'm going to um, GoPro view. Their support site, you can send them uh, contact information, and uh, if if you need a certain firmware update or Cineform, uh, um, I have not done that. I've just hoped that they got their site back up and running, and they haven't yet. So uh, I may do that to, to see what they can offer me to to actually get this up and working the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Corey, this last one um, is from Red Dawn. And it states, hey, guys, love the show. Just wondering if you were ever going to talk about Hurricane Sandy and the flooding that went along with it. Keep up the good show. Red Dawn. Well, Corey and I, we've been talking for a while, and uh, we have not completely forgot about Hurricane Sandy and uh, what it did to the East Coast. We just wanted to kind of give it some time um, because what we would like to do with Hurricane Sandy is – to actually do a cross-section of Hurricane Sandy versus Hurricane Katrina and kind of do a comparison between the two. 
So not only you know, looking at it from you know the actual devastation that occurred, but also we want to look at it between um, you know what groups actually helped, uh, how many people you know were truly affected, and um, you know so right now we are compiling the information. Um, you know, we want to know, you know, reaction times, you know, from, you know, government offices, you know, in both situations. Um, we want to know, you know, who were the big players that were actually offering the aid? You know, was it all Red Cross? Was it somebody else? Um, so what we're doing is we're compiling information and we're going through different articles and everything else like that. So we can kind of put together a show um, based on major disasters. Uh, major natural disasters and how we need to possibly learn from, um, you know, Katrina and Hurricane Sandy in order for us to prepare better. That's the only thing that I really have. Yeah, that's about the same, uh, my answer. You know, we're, we're gathering information and, uh, we're going to be putting, you know, a whole show together that's going to be talking about, you know, Hurricane Sandy and Katrina and comparing the two together, um, like you said, the from the damage done to the dollars of damage done to the uh, warnings that they had to, you know, the response of government officials and, and really the public on, you know, how they, you know, compared or did not compare too well. Um, and then... You know, we'll see. We'll see what comes up with. And uh, right now, it looks pretty, uh, pretty interesting. The the some of the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if if anybody has um, um, you know any articles you know that they've read and they really liked, you know that they think that might shine some light on on you know some back information or whatever. Um, go ahead and email it to us. You know, email us a link. Um, just put it in the subject line, um, you know, Katrina versus Sandy. And, um, you know, that, that might be, you know, a great help. And, uh, you know, you know, we're, we're completely fair here. You send us a great article, you know, we cite the article. We're also going to cite you for, you know, supplying that to us. So, um, you know, if, if you guys want to help out, you know, we'd love, we'd love to have the help. Um, you know, right now we're, we're compiling information and it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, quite a few weeks before we actually put the show actually together um, for that one. But um, that's going to be a very dedicated show just to that topic and nothing else. So, all right, Corey. Well, I think it was a pretty good Q and a show. Yeah. Um, I hope to do this again. So uh, to all of our listeners out there, to all of our members out there, um, you know, keep them coming. Uh, check out the website, you know, hit the contact us page and uh, shoot us a line. Let us know your thoughts, questions, comments, anything you got. Um, don't forget to give us a call. Uh, send us an email. And uh, if you're a listener and not a member, uh, think about becoming a member. It is totally free. We don't charge for any membership. Um, and it does give you some some access to like our Zello account and uh, some of our contest information. And, and um, our yeah. camping trip, or a good Wayne Nash.
know if you're in the area. Right, um, and, that, and that's the only way to get into the contest is, you know, contests are open pretty much just to members only. So become a member, you're already part of, you know, the contest circuit unless there's, you know, some extra stuff that's being asked of you. But we have had contests where everybody's involved. And, just you know, no one has to do anything. Being a member, you're automatically in, in the running for yeah, it. Yeah, you're automatically in the mem- you know, in the contest just by being a member. Yeah, so. We, we might, might do that when we hit 150 members. Yeah. We'll do another member giveaway when we hit 150 members. Yep. Right now we're at 104, so. Yeah, member appreciation contest. 46 more, we'll do another giveaway. Yep, yep. sounds good, man. Sounds really good. And then I gotta get you a new headset. Yes, you do. Or I, I can go get it myself, but either way I need a new headset. No, I've got four of them sitting here. I just gotta get it to you. Oh, okay. Well then. Yeah. I'll get <laughs> that it. works. I'll get it to you tomorrow. Uh, believe me. So. Well, alright. Well guys, thanks for bearing with us. And Corey, if you can, why don't you, uh, Optimus Prime us out? Alright. Um, stay safe, stay alive, and, uh, Keep checking us out, and uh, since I already messed up the ending, I'll I'll say it again. Uh, Stay alive, America.